Hey, what's up? It's DeHuff. It's another episode of DeHuff Uncensored. I hope you're having a great day. A lot to get to, but real quick, hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening to this. And today's podcast is presented to you by Superbook Sports Colorado. Uh, like I said, a lot of great headlines to get to, a lot of craziness. I do have a new segment that I'm going to unleash on you, so who knows how that's going to go. I, I I have a studio audience that I'm bringing in just for that moment, okay? that They, they might need to be upgraded by the end of this. We'll see. It's, they're not real, okay? It's a sound effect. But that's just between you and I, okay? You tell anybody, I'll fucking kill you. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'll have them home by nine. That's from old school, isn't it? That's Will Will Ferrell, where he kidnaps that like old guy, Blue. Blue, you're my boy. If you tell anyone about this, I'll fucking kill you. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. We'll come back by tonight. Okay, sweetie. Anyway. <laughs> Do you ever do that real quick before we get into anything? Uh, do you just like quote random movies or TV shows and then uh, the person you either uh, say it to totally understands what you're talking about or or they're just looking at you like, what is that from? I have no idea what you're talking about. Or you're an idiot. I hate you. <laughs> I hate when that happens. I hate when you say a good one and, and, and they just are like, what? Huh? I brought up like Jurassic Park, you know, Jeff Goldblum when he's like, uh, uh, nature will find a way or whatever he says. Life uh, finds a way. And I said that in, to somebody who claims to be a, like a movie buff. And they're like, what's that from? I was like, it's Jurassic Park, you fraud. Anyway, my mom doesn't call me anymore. <laughs> I'm kidding. My mom's never probably seen that movie. <laughs> she was like, oh, honey, have you seen the movie with the dinosaurs? It's delightful. It's so good. Those raptors, they mean business. You don't mess with them. You don't mess with the family. Like, like Vin Diesel in Fast and Furious. Mom, you watch that movie? Oh, yeah, I love him. He's a big teddy bear, a big bald teddy bear. I'm like, that's weird, Mom. That's weird. <laughs> I think I've watched one Fast and the Furious. It was the first one, and I just did not see the appeal of it. And the fact that they have 10, 10, and it sounds like they're going to add more to the franchise, that's just mind-blowing to me. They're, it's car chases. Fights, sex, and explosions, right? That's what it is. And it's all about the family. I just I don't see the appeal. I don't, I don't get it. It's just lame to me. But if you're into that, good for you, I guess. I guess. Well, what what who am I to judge? I watched the the you know Marvel movies. I watched Guardians of the Galaxy, the third one. Holy shit, that was good. It was good. Now, that being said, it's not one that you have to see in the theaters. So if you got Disney Plus, I'm I'm saying it's not going to hurt if you just wait for it to come out on Disney Plus. But that being said, it was good. My son and I watched it like what a week or two ago. Is really really good movie. It, emotional at times, but not to the extent where I was crying because I'm not a pussy. Okay, let's be honest. I'm putting that out on the table. If you cry at that movie, <laughs> you're a pussy. <laughs> 
But with all these people hyping it up, going, oh, my God, I it was so emotional, blah, blah, blah. And I'm I'm I was like ready for it. Maybe that's why I didn't cry. But it's definitely worth watching a good flick, a good way to I believe it's the end. I don't, I'm not really sure, but I like those type of movies. So I guess I can't bag too much on Fast and Furious, although I just think it's lame. <laughs> you know, it's not lame. Getting into those headlines. Let's go! Let's go! And now, here are the headlines. <laughs> this kind of drives me nuts. Ford Motor Company is having to recall 176,000 of its Ford Bronco SUVs. And now, those models are from the years 2021 to 2023. All because the National Highway Traffic Traffic Safety Administration found that drivers and front seat passengers can ha- can have difficulty reaching the metal portion of the belt when it's in the retracted position. And I don't know what that officially means. I don't know what position that really means. But the recall involves only the five-door version of the Bronco. Now, Ford didn't have any comment on the recall except to say that the problem is only when the front seats are in one certain position, not all positions. The company did not specify the offending seat position. The issue can be addressed by putting a barrette clip or sliding clip latch on the belt itself to keep the latch portion of the belt in position. Okay, most recalls are due to complaints being filed by the car owners to NHTSA or the automaker itself. But in this case, the problem only came from uh, the NHA, NHTSA. That's it. From a dude that was examining the Bronco. And he's like, ah, I can't find it. Ah, I can't find it. <laughs> you know. Oh, I know who it is. Oh, my God. I, I imagine all the executives and, and the, the engineers at Ford were just sitting there with their arms crossed. And he's like, I can't find a safety belt. I'm in this weird, awkward position. And, he, and they're like, God damn it, Kyle. We got who who let us get Kyle as the, the safety guy? Oh, and they're just sitting there under their breath. They're going, oh, shut the fuck up, Kyle. <laughs> Yeah, they got fucking Kyle, man. Kyle fucked it up for everybody. That's got to be frustrating as shit. Has that ever happened to you in in your company, whatever industry you're in, where somebody comes in and they're like, "Well, I can't, I can't use your product when it's in this position," and you're like, "Nobody would use it in this position. What are you talking about? Could could you imagine if you, you find out?" That the only way that the only issue is like if you're like fully laid back, <laughs> you're like you're not supposed to be laying that way while the the vehicle's driving anyway. And you're like, oh, I can't find the seatbelt. I can't find it. Shut the fuck up, Kyle. Kyle, seriously, nobody can drive a vehicle when it's all the way back. I'm just making assumptions on this, but that's the way I'm looking at it. Because it's annoying because n- no customer has complained about it. Nobody at Ford has complained about it. 
it's just this one guy, this one motherfucker. Shut the fuck up, Kyle! I, I, I imagine that happens a lot in companies, uh, like I said, where, where somebody comes in there, they have no idea, and they're just trying to be a dick. I imagine that's what's going on here. I, I, I imagine this guy from the traffic, the, the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration is just being a dick, okay? I have no room to back that up. But that shit happens. I remember, God, I'm trying to, I know that's happened in, in companies I've been in. And they're, they're like, you, you can't do this this way. I was like, well, yeah, no shit. Nobody does it that way. Well, you got to change it. Like, what the fuck? But I guess that's a CYA. They have to, they have to fix it because you know somebody's going to do it. Then somebody's going to get hurt. Then next thing you know, Ford gets sued for millions of dollars. So they have to do it. They have to. You know, when your your seats fully reclined back and your 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 feet are firmly pressed up against the ceiling and your pants are down, you really can't find the seatbelt buckle. <laughs> To give you an image. Ooh, ooh, wait, wait. Feet, no pants. What the hell? Duff, God damn you. What did you do to my mind? It's all tainted and melting. <laughs> That's so disgusting. Anyway, so yeah, like I said, Ford isn't aware of any customer warranty or field reports of a seatbelt issue. It's just what they got to deal with. And I guess ultimately it makes sense. So if you drive one of these, be on the lookout that there's some weird position that, you know, you're going to have trouble, you know, buckling your seatbelt. That'd be frustrating. I couldn't handle being in that, that world where you constantly have people coming in there and critiquing it. But that being said, doesn't that make you think that somebody at Ford who has a job to go through there and nitpick everything before it goes out to the sales area and starts getting sold to the public there's somebody with that job that is supposed to go through there and find all these little quirks that they need to fix that guy sucks at his job don't you think i used to love doing that at the radio station and stuff like that like uh, my old boss raj would have me come in and sit down at, at his desk and be like okay can you pick this apart can you throw the duff stank on it i don't know if that's what he said but he'd be like can you nick nitpick it apart and it wasn't that I was like just a negative Nancy about it, although that is kind of like a talent I have. But he would like say, hey, we're, we're going to do this. What do you think is wrong with it? Can you find things that are wrong with it? And it just, it just I would find at least a couple things usually, but nothing like major. But that being said, you know, it, I would rather have somebody do that with a product go through it, nitpick at it, and then go, okay, now it works. So let me know if that's ever happened in your industry, your company that you've been, uh, you know, front seat to. And, and that would be interesting just to just observe and be like, we have to scrap everything, restart everything, or spend millions of dollars on this just because there's a potential for one moron out there to use the product incorrectly and then we get sued for millions and millions of dollars, which I told you the other day that most companies will settle out of court because it's usually cheaper for them to settle for like a million dollars than actually 
go through with a court case because you got legal fees and you got bad publicity. It will go away a lot quicker if you just settle out of court. And and that's sad that people are catching on to that. It's it's that's that's just the way things go and it sucks for business nowadays. Anyway, we got more coming your way including the new segment that I just cannot wait to reveal, but first Bring that big bet energy this summer with Superbook Sports. Superbook Sports is the most trusted name in sports betting. And right now, use promo code MILEHIGH to score up to $250 with their first bet bonus. So win or lose, they're going to match their first bet up to $250 with promo code MILEHIGH. All you got to do is visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions, or you can download the Superbook Colorado app in your app store. Enter the promo code Mile High, and you're going to get that $250 courtesy of Superbook Sports. And if you got a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Oh, I should have made it an open for this, but <laughs> let's be honest. I just thought of it like right before the show started. <laughs> and maybe I'll do it later. I probably won't. <laughs> All right, I got the studio audience all, all lined up. You guys ready? Yeah. <laughs> all right, it's a new segment ripped from the news desk. Do, 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 do. News, we got news. Breaking news, or this is incompetent news. I don't know what I'm saying. I'm just saying news, trying to say news. News, news, news. There's news everywhere. Anyway, <laughs> I'll work on the open for next time if we do it. Am I right, studio audience? <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Anyway, a Louisiana dog earns the world record with a five-inch tongue. Now, in related news, the dog's owner was last seen at Costco buying a big tub of peanut butter. <laughs> That's disgusting. Wait a minute. Yeah, now it's sinking in. That's gross. A British woman's pet cat celebrated its 32nd birthday. Now, when asked the comment, the cat simply said, Somebody kill me. Meow. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're welcome for that impression of a cat. <laughs> the fastest motorized trash can in England can reach up to 55 miles per hour which is much faster than the United States' fastest trash can, also known as the Las Vegas Raiders. <laughs> what, you guys don't like that one? <laughs> oh, now you're getting it. Now you're getting it. Okay, all right. A bear charges uh, charged at a bakery worker, then proceeded to just indulge itself on 60 cupcakes. Oh, that sounds delicious. In fact... Note to self, run full speed at the Taco Bell employees, then eat as many bean burritos as possible. <laughs> oh, I forgot to hit the laugh track. Shit. <laughs> Woo! All right, there you go. Rip from the news desk. News, 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 breaking news. <laughs> Ah, it could be better. I need to get some, like, crazy laughter where people are like, oh, sounds like they're wetting themselves. That would be great. We should do that. If you guys want to interact with the podcast, go ahead and do so. 
send me an email, dehuffuncensored at gmail.com, or you can go ahead and hit me up on my socials, dehuffuncensored, or excuse me, at Podcast. But you know what we need to do right now? Let's jump into the mailbag. Mailbag. You've got mail. <laughs> this comes in from Matt OFP. He said, hey, could you talk about that, that lad who jumped off a cruise ship in the Bahamas as a dare? And it sounds like they've given up looking for him. And in fact, in the video, you can actually see what looks like a shark right by the the kid. Listen, it, it bugs the fuck out of me. You you play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. And it worries me as a father that we're in this day and age where it's, uh, you know, I dare you and I got a video camera because if you bail on it, you're going to look like a wuss type of thing. Or if you do this, dude, we could get so many likes and so many follows. That's the era we live in. And it's scary as a parent. I see there's been times where, and I can't, I have no examples as of right now, but there's been times where, I've been working with people on projects and they're like, we should do this for a video. It'd be hilarious. And you realize, you, no, that's dangerous. Why would we do that? That's stupid. You don't do that. Why? You're such a puss. And then you go talk to somebody of, of clear mind and they're like, no, the Huff's right. You don't do that shit. People are, are stupid. And that's really ultimately all I can say. And it's sad because this this person obviously has lost his life because as the hours go on, the likelihood of them finding him alive, they just go, they get smaller and smaller. And that's sad. But like I said, it is a hard pill to swallow. You play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. And that's what happened. You don't jump off of a fucking cruise ship in the Bahamas as a dare. The only way you do that is if you're trying to save your life because the boat is sinking or there's a madman on the on the ship or something like that. Then that makes sense. You don't, you don't jump off of a perfectly good ship. It's ridiculous. And, and then next thing you know, there's a fucking shark in there. Yeah, the dude's... It's sad, but let's live in reality. He's probably gone, like 99% sure that he's dead, and that's sad, and it's scary because how many other people are going to do something dumb like this? You're like, well, here's where that guy went wrong. Let's do it, and we'll do it better because there's a bunch of morons out there. That's the society we live in. That's what's scary, and... And that's not me being a a curmudgeon or just like, I'm an old son of a bitch, crusty motherfucker. No, it's me just living in reality when there's so many people out there who, who don't. So don't be a dipshit. Think about it. And don't, you know, fall for peer pressure. If somebody's going, hey, you should see if you can run across the railroad tracks before the, the train gets here. Go, you know what? No, I don't want to. Fuck you guys. Yeah, I'm a pussy. Right. Call me a pussy all you want. 
guess what? I'm an alive pussy, okay? Man, it's fucking annoying how stupid some people are. And I hate to say that about an individual. Okay? I've done a lot of dumb things in my life. I have. But I've never jumped off a fucking cruise ship. Never been on one. Okay? (laughs) I have a fear of cruise ships. Because if you fall off them, guess what's going to happen? I'm going to be shark bait. That's like my big fear. I hate open water. Scares the fuck out of me. And when I capsized in Australia as a beginner on a kayak, and we neglected to listen to the tour guide who said, hug the coast, don't cut across the bay, and we decided let's cut across the bay for some stupid fucking reason. Then I got hit by the wake of a speedboat, and that flipped me over. Meanwhile, my life vest was not put on properly, and because of that, I couldn't actually get back into the kayak, and I didn't know how to get back in the kayak, and I had to be rescued later to find out that the 10 minutes roughly that I was in the water, that I was surrounded by sharks. That's ultimately my own stupid fault. Because there was a point in time where my wife actually shouted at me and said, we should turn back. I don't have a good feeling about this. Do you want to go? And I was like, ah, it's fine. (laughs) You only live once, am I right, honey? She's like, yeah, you dumb fuck. And then she started headed back, (laughs) which she got caught in a current. And she thought she was making progress. But then she, she realized she was actually going backwards because she was caught in the current, and it was pulling her slowly out to sea. So we all make stupid mistakes. And that, that, by the way, that adds to my fear of open water, because I'm just envisioning, and I I have these moments where I get transported back to that, that time and place in Australia where the water was so fucking dark. My hand, at one point, was under the water, and I couldn't see it. That's how dark the water was. And I just think, if something would have fucking touched me, I would have freaked. And I get these moments where my body just kind of just tenses up because I I am back at that moment, and I envision that something touches me, and, and it freaks me out. And, you know, nothing I can do about it. I made it out alive. I'm fine. Or, oh, shit, what if I did die at that moment and this is just my, like, purgatory or some shit like that? I'm like, I'm continuing to live even though I'm not really alive. Oh, 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 oh. or it bounced me into an alternate universe. What is that theory called? I can't remember it. Where it just bounces you into an alternate universe type of thing, and you continue living. Oh, weird. Weird! Where you where you don't actually die, you just kind of, you just bounce to the next um, realm type of thing. Oh, that's fantastic to think about. <laughs> that's so bizarre. That would be kind of a cool way if that's what happened after you die. You just, you continue living, but just in like an, in an alternate world. Oh, that's great. I kind of like it. Wow. So anyway, I got ate by a shark. 
<laughs> That's horrible. Horrible. I'd be that dumb American that got ate by a shark because he put on his life vest incorrectly and then didn't know how to use a kayak and was insubordinate and decided to cut across the bay instead of hug the coast. Fucking Americans, man. I told him simply, I was like, you go hug the coast. You don't cut through the bay. Now we got to put up a sign. <laughs> I'm the reason for a sign. Check your life vest. Do you know what you're doing? And what did the tour guide just say to you? Repeat it back, please. Anyway, Matt also asked, hey, what's up with Mount Everest? And he sent me a, a picture. And it's like hundreds and hundreds of people at one time trying to climb up Mount Everest. How unfulfilling that must be. I'm, while it, it, it's got to be somewhat fulfilling to achieve climbing to Mount Everest, but if you're just one of hundreds in a line climbing up, that, that can't be that fun. Can't be that fun. And then also I started reading an article about all the trash on Mount Everest. It's disgusting. People are climbing up there, and then they're just leaving their garbage there. They're not packing it in and packing it out like you're supposed to do. Anytime you go into the mountains or really anywhere in nature, you don't leave your shit there. You don't. It's ridiculous. By the way, it is mandatory for climbers to bring their waste down from the mountain and claim back a garbage deposit of $4,000 from the government. But... Expedition organizers and hiking officials said monitoring camps nearly 26,000 feet high is both difficult and ineffective. Authorities collected, oh my God, this is crazy. I forgot about this. Authorities collected 28,000 pounds of trash from Everest and a nearby Loist Peak. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Most likely I'm not. Okay, let's be honest there. Uh, they've, that's, they've collected that much this year. <laughs> that's it. I'm recording this in June as part of a campaign to keep the mountain clean. They've collected 28,000 pounds so far. That's disgusting. By the way, coming up on some amazing facts is Pond Square, North London, is said to be haunted by a chicken that Francis Bacon tried to preserve an ice back in 1626. That's hilarious. They say there's a, a ghost chicken? <laughs> that That's kind of annoying. Really, a ghost chicken. Like, it's not even, like, something, like, scarier. Although that would be frightening if all of a sudden you're sleeping and all of a sudden you hear this, buck, 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 buck. You're like, what is that? What? Then, like, you wake up and there's nothing there, but you still hear it. And it's like, buck, 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 ah! <laughs> You're like, oh, it's a chicken. It's the ghost chicken. Mama, help me. Also, psychologists believe that when someone says, I need to talk to you, you automatically recall every bad thing you've done recently. And that is 100% true. Whether it's your spouse or your boss. If they say, hey, I need to talk to you, you're like, oh, fuck, what did I do? 
my boss, Tim, from back in the day, was so bad at that. He would scare the shit out of me all the time. He's like, I need to talk to you right now. And I'm like, oh, what did I do? And I'm like racking my brain. To, uh, like, I did that right. I did that right. Was this wrong? I don't know. And I sit down and I'm like, like nervous. And he's like, hey, I need you to do this for me, if you could, please. I'm like, oh. Oh, fuck, man. Dude, scared the shit out of me. I literally, I pooped my pants. <laughs> Does your boss ever do that to you? I hate it. Now, that being said, as a boss, it's hilarious. I, I can only imagine. I never did that when I was in uh, management. Be like, hey, I need to talk to you now. And then they get in there and they're like, what's, what's up, man? Is everything okay? They're like, well, do you think you could uh, work an extra shift tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> yeah sure why not oh my god let me know if that's ever happened to you or just listen if you ever have any bad boss moments let me know to huff uncensored at gmail.com thank you guys so much for uh supporting the podcast i really appreciate it thanks so much for listening hopefully you laughed a little bit in this episode thanks for the studio audience for joining the the program <laughs> you guys are too much uh, anyway anyway thanks for listening make sure you hit that subscribe button and uh thanks so much to superbook sports colorado you guys are amazing it's to huff on censored let's keep moving forward i'll talk to you next time